0: The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes.
1: Welcome to the 365 Message Center Show, where we help you plan for change, prevent or fix, stay informed, and have strong opinions about the changes that do arrive in Microsoft 365. Daniel, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. Um, We also share around here because sharing is caring remember that Mm
1: -hmm. folks
0: so we also share uh, not only do we share our insights as to you know what's going on and what may be coming but we also share this podcast right now so go ahead and hit that thumbs up no matter what platform you're on whether it's video or the audio podcast hit a thumbs up do a share Share to your socials and Twitter and Insta and Facebook and TikTok and everywhere. We are at 365 MCS.
1: Daniel, we've we've got a a top topic today. Uh, And uh, I wanted to sort of start off by taking a quick glance at these two messages. But we've got Dan Holm who's going to help us cover some of the content off. And you know what I'm talking about, aren't you?
0: I do. So um, we have the first message is Viva Engage, replacing Yammer communities app for Teams. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the first message. And then the second one is Storyline, available for public preview in Yammer and Microsoft Viva Engage. And these two obviously are talking about Viva Engage. And what is that? That is the... um, new product that was the new addition to the employee experience platform that was announced at inspire the microsoft um partner conference last week
1: yeah definitely and there was some good conversation in the community uh trying to to understand and digest what was spoken about and dan holm kindly uh, uh offered his time to uh, help explain that so Without further ado, let's uh, take a look at that interview.
0: Hello, everyone. and Today, we are joined with Dan Holm, a product lead with Microsoft on the Viva Engage team. Hello, Dan. Thank you for
2: joining. Hey, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me on the show.
0: Sure. Thank you so much. We're coming off of a week of some great exciting engagement um, with um, the wonderful conference that Microsoft has f- focused on partners, but um, we an- it was a great announcement that we got uh, during this week for Viva Engage. Uh, will you help us out? Tell us what Viva Engage is in your own
2: Absolutely. Words. Yeah, we were thrilled to finally take the wraps off of Viva Engage, which is a new employee experience in Microsoft Teams that really is designed to connect people across the organization across business silos, working groups, so that everyone is included and engaged, uh, and so that they can build communities, so that leaders and employees can engage more effectively, so people can share knowledge, ideas, and answers. And we introduce new experiences that allow individuals to really have a voice and to contribute to the greater good in the organization.
0: talked about you know, being in teams um, and how that, it's going to be plugged in there, but how does Viva play in with the rest of the Viva Suite, where we have you know, Viva connections and insights and learning. H- how does Viva Engage plug-in, but also enhance that Viva Suite?
2: Yeah, great question. So at the highest level, Microsoft Viva is about providing employee experience integrated in the flow of work and the apps people use every day, like Teams. And Microsoft Viva is designed to integrate existing employee experience uh, experiences from partners like SAP, Workday, but also to introduce employee experience innovations of our own across a set of capabilities, including c- culture, communications, knowledge and learning, um, insights, and well-being. And o- over the recent couple of weeks, you might know we've added new modules for aligning people around shared goals. Uh, as well as role-based modules for sales. And of course, this week we introduced Viva Engage, which is about driving engagement across the organization. Now, while that sounds like a lot of moving parts, it's all integrated into Teams and it will continue to be more and more integrated to create a fabric of employee experience in Microsoft Teams. So while the organization can pick and choose which scenarios are important, which apps to deploy to support those scenarios, in the end, Users are in teams and the employee experience comes to them.
0: And, you know, a big part of this kind of experience with Viva Engage is stories and the storyline. What is storyline and how does that raise engagement uh, within an
2: organization? Uh, Thanks for asking that. One of the challenges of today's world with remote and hybrid work is that Mm -hmm. social connections between people. Especially outside of working groups and across the organization, have really taken a hit. It's hard to establish and maintain personal social relationships, professional relationships inside of an organization. And research shows that those relationships are critical for employee well being, so they feel supported, for professional and career advancement in an organization. And in our most recent work trend index research, we found that 43% of leaders identified building relationships as the number one challenge of remote and hybrid work. So in order to solve that challenge of building relationships between people, we really have to put people at the center and give them an opportunity to participate, contribute, and connect with each other. So what Storyline does is it gives everyone a place to express themselves, to share their work experiences, to showcase the work of their team, and even to share personal interests and, and passions so that people can be more connected as human beings at work. And you can think of Storyline kind of like LinkedIn inside the enterprise. It gives everyone a place to share. You can, what you share through posts and stories Uh, reach people across the organization. They can discover you, they can learn more about you, and they can connect and follow you. So Storyline is the place. On that place, there are posts very much like you would uh, know today in Yammer, but coming from you directly to your followers and colleagues. And we introduce the innovation of stories, which are, of course, Short videos and photos that are a great way to capture an experience, whether it's something you learned at a customer or your reunion with employees that you haven't seen uh, since the beginning of the pandemic.
0: Yeah, the um, I, I've already had conversations about Viva Engage with my team and will be... Um, really I'm looking forward to being able to have that engagement. And by the way, the name, um, is a bit spot on, um, because uh, I was having a conversation about it and, and trying to get some insights on, you know, what I, uh, look forward to with the product, uh, with my team. And, and I kept saying engage and engagement a lot. So, um, I think it's, it's definitely spot on, but for me, being able to, to capture those, um, videos, uh, say in my own words but also my own facial expressions my own body language uh, be able to express myself uh, to my colleagues to my clients um, you know, i'm going to be doing more of that a video uh, and so this really plays into that very very well um, i believe because i do feel that we're connected but digitally and having meetings and having emails and messaging it's just not the same as being able to see someone and being able to read their body language and and all of that so uh definitely um i think that you know that research is spot on um and you but you mentioned uh posts being part of that storyline just like we're doing in yammer now um What's the future of Yammer, uh, and you know what? What is this? How does that play into Viva Engage, and where should people, uh, organizations focus? Um, you know, in in where they're going to put their time and their learning um, moving forward.
2: Ah, super question. So Viva Engage is powered by Yammer. Yammer services, Yammer content are what create the experiences in Viva Engage. So Viva Engage heroes out communities, which people who've used Yammer know and love, that home feed experience of being able to see what's going on across the organization and serendipitously discover interesting content, communities, and people. And we're introducing these new experiences like Storyline and Stories. All of those are backed by Yammer. So first, that makes it very easy for customers to deploy. They, They know it, they understand the governance, security compliance, all sits on top of Microsoft 365, all leverages the goodness that uh, we have in our uh, information protection and compliance space. Um, And um, we just are integrating it more deeply into Teams. So the the standalone experiences will still remain Yammer on web, Yammer on iOS and Android, but the integrated experiences in Teams and very, very soon Outlook will be Viva Engage because Viva's promise is to integrate those employee experiences into the flow of work. Now, um, uh, the, so the great news is customers who are using Yammer will will see immediately uh, familiar content and experiences. Customers who haven't had the opportunity yet will start to experience the superpowers of connecting people across the org.
0: Yeah, and that's, I, I think I want everyone to hear that where you've invested in Yammer, great. Mm-hmm. That investment's gonna pay off, right? And it, And it will continue to pay off here.
2: Um, Absolutely, you know. There's, there's always been. Uh, there's, you know. Every few months, there's someone who posts a tweet that says Yammer is dead. Hopefully, this convinces everyone. It is definitely not. In fact, we're bringing more value to Yammer customers, and we are bigger, better, and have more investment than ever as we uh, add new experiences expressed through Viva and into Yammer. And by the way. The new Viva experiences, like storyline and stories, will come to Yammer on web and mobile as well. So, if a okay. customer is fully integrated into Teams, they'll probably invest in the Viva Engage experience. If customers are not yet Teams customers, maybe they're heavy email customers. They they will have the opportunity to continue to use Yammer.
0: Fantastic, and and I also I can't wait to work with my clients and and utilizing this power, but also you know keep yammer as part of that uh intranet experience right that's still going to be part driving those conversations for the organization um so still very much part of what we're doing what an organization uses uh, to keep that um, communication and that engagement together um what what f- would you say would be the next step for people to learn more about Viva Engage, how they can prepare themselves for when this goes live with general availability? Um, you know, what is the next step?
2: I think the first step is, or the next step really, is to learn more at aka.ms/vivaengage. That will take you to our blog, our to all the information about our announcement and then to start planning and readying your organization to take advantage of its capabilities. One of the best things to do today is to start deploying the Communities app in Microsoft Teams. You can do that from the Teams Admin Center with just a couple of clicks. You can deploy the Communities app to everyone in your org, and you can even choose, and I recommend, that you pin it on the app bar on the left of Teams. Then in late August, when Viva Engage rolls out, the a communities app will be updated automatically that won't require any administrative intervention. If that's a little too fast for you, you can wait till late August and you'll have the Viva Engage app to deploy. But deploying the app in Teams is really the key step because as soon as that app is in Teams, you can take advantage of features for corporate communications. For example, you can go into the all company community, which is there by default, post an announcement, and you'll notify people across not only Viva Engage, but also Teams and Outlook.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for those resources, and I I think you're right. If um, if you're not using uh, Yammer right now, um, then you know definitely start. Um, work with a partner if you need to uh,
1: mm-hmm. to
0: do that. But then if you are using it, make sure you got the communities app uh, going in Teams and and already being used because as the post was talking about, you're going to automatically just like you said. Uh, update it with uh, Viva Engage app, so um, won't have to go through uh, various steps to make it happen. So uh, I think that's, that is wonderful. Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, really appreciate your time and, and just really helping our audience and help everyone to uh, understand a little bit more about Viva Engage and understand the resources that are available to them. Um, really do appreciate your time.
2: Well, it's a real pleasure. Again, thank you for having and taking the time to chat with me and best wishes to you all. I hope you have a great summer. Thank you,
1: Dan Holm. Yeah. That was okay. a a good roundup there too. Um, some, some key questions around, um, you know, where does this position Yammer? And I, I like how mm-hmm. it was pretty clear that Yammer being the standalone experience and Gage being the integrated experience, uh, that we should see um, things continue um, and yeah, I think community is so important as part of this this Viva engagement, employee engagement experience.
0: It very much is. And I, I feel like that um, more and more organizations are going to uh, be looking at how they can utilize this because he is spot on with that statistic about, uh, you know, leadership, um, really seeing a need to have that engagement with each other. I think the The percent forty three percent of leaders say building relationships is the uh, number one challenge uh, for this whole hybrid work. And so, how do we build those relationships? Keep keep the our people, um, and how do how do we do that? Well, this is one tool that could be used. And so, I hope uh, organizations take a take a second look or third or whatever, but you know, look at how they can use Viva Engage to enable um really the sharing and growing together within an organization
1: indeed so uh, to round out the oops the announcements uh, for that um date wise
2: mm-hmm.
1: we're expecting yammer communities app to be replaced in teams by viva engage uh, and that is end of august there was a date here somewhere yeah late august uh complete by end of September. And I believe it was the similar thing for Storyline, late August, uh, early September. And that'll be preview. Storyline will be mm-hmm. in public preview at that time. That's right. Cool. Well, there's, there's a lot more to get on with Daniel, so yes. uh, let's do that indeed. Um, what's our next one?
0: OneDrive slash SharePoint review mode for Word documents, MC402119. This is rolling out targeted release mid July, so now ish. In fact, I already have it in my targeted release tenant mm-hmm. and expect to be rolled out by late July, which is coming soon upon us. Standard release will be late July and then complete early August. And what this is, is a new option when you go to share and it's only Word documents. When you go to share a Word document that is stored in OneDrive or SharePoint, you get that wonderful um, modal that that uh, share um, that those share options. Well, we're going to have a can review option. We can we previously have an edit and a view. Now we're going to have a review. And what this does when it sends it to the user and they open it up, it's going to open up the Word document in review mode it's going to be um and what this allows them in this review mode allows them to do is make comments and to suggest edits meaning they're actually going to be able to edit the document but their suggestions and it's it's like track changing the changes right so um we you know, we were looking at it and it's, is this turning on the whole permissions, like protecting the document? Um, you know, cause word, you can go in and say, protect this document, only allow reviewing. That's not what's happening. This is actually just opening it up in that review mode for those users that you've shared it with like this, uh, so that, um, they can make those, uh, suggestions. And then as the author, as the person with edit, I can accept those changes Or not. Um, Another thing to keep in mind is if you're sending this to someone who has edit permissions because Mm. they've been given edit before, then they're still going to have edit, right? Pious permission? Yes. So it's not, um, so don't think, you know, you you still have to pay attention to who has already has access. And you can access, (laughs) you can see who has access um, in that share. Remember, you can just uh, look at the bottom and see who already has access and click Mm -hmm. on that and it'll show you who already has access. So that's rolling out. Now it's already in my targeted release dev tenant. so give it a try and test it out for how, you know, maybe you want to showcase it for your users because it's going to show up there. So you're going to need to help your users understand and adopt this new way of getting feedback from people. Um, so, make sure you understand it as well.
1: Sounds super useful. Daniel, uh, my next one is (laughs) Uh, interesting. I think that it could be helpful for return to school or um, for those of us who like to have seating positions in our meeting rooms. Well, assign seats in together mode allows you to assign virtual seats and seating positions. This is mc four hundred two one two two. Uh, I had some fun recently, Daniel. I tried to make our our own custom background and I used the Simpsons couch. We don't have a big team and we check in here in New Zealand, but I was able to place people in different positions on the couch to be like the Simpsons. Uh, But this is going to go one step further for whatever scene that you uh, are choosing to use. Let's just open this up a bit here. There we go. Uh, We've got a different dialogue box that will show the scene show where those positions are and then you can drag people over from the uh, participants who you've invited and um, assign them seats so this can happen before the meeting That's kind of cool that you don't have to wait till you actually live and in there um because that would be a distraction um but you can pull things across. I think this is actually while the meeting's running as you can see because you've got people who are in the meeting, people who are also invited uh, but you're dragging the uh, profile photos over or um, if you don't have a profile photo, your alphabet soup. Yeah, what do you think? So Daryl,
0: tell me how this is useful because frankly I'm finding it really difficult to find a reason why this is something that is needed. So yeah. uh, tell me, what do you think? What, what Look, is the reason that this is useful?
1: I think it depends on the scene that you might be using, uh, as well as how you as a team might use uh, the, the the together mode. Uh, our team uses it for when we do our stand-ups, we go into together mode because everyone sees the same order of people. And so running that and saying, okay, well, who's next, who's next, who's next, um, means that we know who's next because we can see that. Uh, whereas if you're just using the gallery, everyone has a different experience of that based on who's, you know, arrived when and and when you've arrived. So that that's one, one scenario. Okay. I think uh, also in the education space too that um, you might want to virtually put certain people up the front of the class or the back of the class. I don't know. That, that could be just a bit of fun
0: i see and that's the thing i think at the first on the surface i looked at it and went is this just to have a laugh is this just mm. to be fun but that example you gave is if you're giving a status update and you and you re you rearrange people by the order you want them to give the update i mean that that can break some value yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah so that is uh that is coming Early September, complete late September in production. I think they mean uh, just commercial. Uh, GCC tenants will feature this rollout uh, did September. I think it's mid-September, complete mid-October. Lots of fun there. Uh, What does Heidi think about it? No, that's way too much admin for me. Yeah. You know, organizing meetings and and trying to get it all uh, working nicely together. Maybe that's just a bit much, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a lot of, but if you think about if it's a status update and there's six of you, right. And you're just wanting to get everybody, I can get on board with this. So I think, I think it's, you know, it's got value. We need to have like a, um, a visual Where we, you know, it's like we determine each one if it has value or not. And then it goes, it has value. You know, and it (laughs) slaps it across the screen. Pure
1: Gold. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of
0: value, speaking of value. Next one up. This is Microsoft Viva. Meeting category insights coming to Viva Insights app in teams mc403916 this is rolling out mid August and late August completion so we have all these meetings and we talked about this before on the pre-live on the video about how we all have meetings and we're trying to manage these meetings but we can you know Outlook allows you to tag and label uh, meetings and so now Users with a Viva Insights subscription are going to be able to see their meeting time, what type, you know, have them in categories, um, and you'll be able to see it for, you know, periods of time of, you know, in the past, so like the last three months, and then what's coming up in the next four weeks. Um, But, uh, you know, those kind of things that are, um, uh, you know, give us insights as to what's happened, what's coming, and what are we focusing on? Um, and give us those insights, <laughs> no pun intended, although maybe it was, uh, to be able to see, you know, what are we working on? What are we meeting on? What are we spending our time on? Mm-hmm. You know, in this in this graphic that's in the update, it shows that, you know, for this person, it seems that customer meetings is um, the one that's taking up most of their time along with team meetings and then one to one meetings. Um, so. If you're someone who's not focused on the customer, meaning you're more focused on product and you're not supposed to be meeting with customer, yet all your meetings or a majority of your meetings are with a the customer, then you're doing something wrong. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, you, if you're OKR is focus on product to get it out the door and you're not doing that because you're focusing on customer experience with the current product, then you're not meeting your goals. Great example. Which, yeah. So, um, oh, the next message, Daryl, is actually staying with uh, Viva Insights.
1: Does that surprise you?
0: <laughs> so surprising.
1: I uh, know, oh, like with Partner Conference, Inspire, there were a lot of announcements around uh, Viva. So it's it's good to see that it's following closely with messages and setting the expectation about when things are arriving. Um, this one, Is is more about a alignment, uh, a rebranding, but a realignment of the different places that we engage in using Viva Insights Uh, are all going to start looking the same and be easier to access. So I know Daniel, you're you're sitting there waiting. Daryl, come on, come on. When are you going to try and say this title? Because
0: you're supposed to say it three times fast. (laughs) Okay, okay. three times fast. fast.
1: Microsoft Viva Insights app in Teams colon, UI updates, Insights web app updates, and end user opt out. MC403645. It's a mouthful. Um, I feel like someone just grabbed that off their backlog list and said, here's the features we want you to release together, flip, and there it is. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The alignment. All right, so uh, what does this mean? Uh, The Viva Insights homepage uh, will get a... um, It will be discoverable on insights.viva.office.com. Essentially, the the, My Analytics bits and pieces that are still hung around for a bit are now being wrapped up into naming of insights and branding and look and feel. You've got... yeah, updates to the home page, let's have a look down here. Okay, so for those on the podcast, it does kind of still look reasonably similar. Um, but yeah, what what we're starting to see is a, a reshuffling of the order of what that content is and, and where you would see those insights. Um, so the bottom of uh, the home page, you're going to see some of those Invites to be part of plans and actionable things like setting up focus time or, or setting up some quiet time um, So there's there is that uh, within our other experiences, so being able to um, Oh Sorry this other thing that's that's supposedly quite important that the ability to opt out of Getting Viva Insights um, when you're in Teams. Now, um, this is more about hey, I'm not really going to have time, or I'm not interested in seeing a, a wrap-up email of, of my insights for the day. I, I don't want to see insights popping up where I'm where I'm working. Um, so you can opt out of that. Uh, however, do note that if if you have a Viva Insights license applied to you. Um, you might not want to see those insights about you, but the insights will still be aggregated for the organization to see and get insights about how people are working and how to improve things. That's so right. this opt out is more about I don't want to see it. Quit spamming me. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. If, if
0: that's if that's the, your attitude toward it, that's that's yeah. what that's saying. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So are the other. Insights. If you have access to them, organizational insights, manager insights. That all that's all going to be wrapped up there too to um, make it a lot tidier. Uh, but that is about it in terms of of that update. I just I was just chuckling away at the um, domain name, which is insights.viva.office.com. You know, like we're getting into a sub sub domain kind of area um, for page nomenclature uh that is due soonish mid-august complete yep. rollout early september
0: yeah indeed
1: well daniel that's yes. the show
0: it was definitely a viva show um mm-hmm. which is awesome we talked about viva engage viva insights and threw a little uh, OneDrive and sharepoint and teams in there see it wrap it all up all together. Um, Really appreciate Dan Holm again for coming on the show, letting us uh, hear more and get, I think instead of just seeing words on a page, trying to explain what Viva Engage is, getting explanation as to what it is, but why it is, you know, Mm -hmm. why is this thing and these changes and everything. So really appreciate Dan coming on and and doing that for us. Um, And uh, I'm really looking forward to what my customers And what uh, we can partner with uh, organizations to do with it so um so i think that's going to be great Uh, and please everyone right now go ahead and share the url to this podcast to the video or to the audio and share it out tag us at 365 mcs and we will amplify your post um, so more and more people can find us and get the benefits that you get from
1: this show and until next week See you again. Bye for now.